podcast is brought to you by the good people over at Gamefly. With over 9,000 titles for the PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, Wii, and other consoles, there's no better time for gamers to make the most of their systems by using Gamefly to play all the new and classic games for as little as 32 cents a day. To start your 30-day free trial, head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Gamefly or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Level Your Gear, Cinema Geekly's gaming podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk. More video game stuff for the month of, oh, where are we in now? November of 2020. <laughs> we just completely skipped October, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, November is where it's at, Aurora. Um, this is actually the like the month kind of gaming-wise because there are two next-gen consoles being released mm-hmm. in a matter of days as we record this. Uh, what are your intentions on, on purchasing one of them? I, I have intentions. Uh, mm-hmm. But no means currently, so I won't be getting one this month. Well, you know that I'm a PlayStation loyalist, yes. so I will buy the PS5. Yes. Um, but I'm not going to buy it right away. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. I mean, I think that's pretty smart. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the games that I really want to play that they've shown are, are not coming out right away anyway. Right. Some of them are even being released on PS4 on top of that, and they're going to be free... Uh, transfers to the PS5 versions. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance that if I do get any of them, I might be on the PS4 for quite a while before I go to the 5. Yep, um, me too. Which, is, uh, which I actually feel kind of okay with, but we'll stay on top of the PS5 news as we kind of have to because uh, they're going to start giving games away for it. In fact, there's already been... Uh, some announced. So let's... Uh, all we really got right now, we, we're gonna, we are going to do some video game talk about what we've been playing lately. But other than that, it's just the free games, not a lot of news news. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, I mean, if you want to touch on the fact that cyberpunk has been delayed a month, we can do that. But cyberpunk got pushed back a month, but it it didn't surprise me. No. And it's not even that bad. They said that they have, um, I think it's the, the gold copy of the game, which is the thing that they print from. Mm-hmm. Um, to make all of the copies. Like, the game itself is done, but they needed the extra month to work on the day one patch that every game gets nowadays. Um, they needed the extra time to to work on that. But otherwise, the mm-hmm. game is ready. So a 20, whatever it is, a 20, 21-day delay is really not that big of a deal. I'm still looking forward to it. So mm-hmm. there is that. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the free games uh, this month out on the consoles. Let's start with... Uh, Xbox, all of these games uh, available and playable on the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X and S because of all of that lovely backwards compatibility. Uh, We've got Lego Indiana Jones, which was originally a 360 title. 
Uh, so if you like those Lego games, uh, I think I've only played a couple of them. And they're cute, but they're cute, yeah. not for me in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids were way big into them, though, uh, a few years ago when they were younger. Uh, Full Spectrum Warrior, which is an OG Xbox title that's available for free this month. Uh, Swim Sanity Aurora, which I believe is an <laughs> Xbox One title. I have no idea what that is, but I'm guessing... Uh, I have no idea what it is. I'm guessing it has something to do with water. Uh, and uh, Aragami Shadow Edition, uh, which is also an Xbox One game. And uh, that looks like a stealth, like a stealth ninja kind of game as well. I would say a pretty lame looking month for the Xbox. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when your biggest title is your is your Laco uh, Indiana Jones game, and I love me some Indiana Jones, but oh yeah. Uh, on the PlayStation, there are three titles this month because they have announced that Bug Snacks <laughs> is the first PlayStation Five uh, PS Plus game. Um, it is oh. a PlayStation, I think, exclusive. It looks really weird and not for me at all. <laughs> I'm sure it might be for somebody. It's kind of weird that that's the first right? PS Plus game for PS5. You would think that it would do something big. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine them putting any of like the really big PS5 titles in here. But, I mean, and look, and what they're doing with the... Uh, what they're doing with the PlayStation Plus collection on top of that, you're already getting like a just a gross amount of games if you don't already own them. Mm-hmm. But this is a weird game. And this sort of just feels like, you know, this sort of just feels like, hey, mom, I wanted Animal Crossing. And they're like, you got Animal Crossing at home. And they're like, no, it's Bug Snacks. That's not Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, this sort of just feels like a cheap version of that. Like very cutesy, uh, mm-hmm. but... Uh, and it doesn't look that much. It doesn't look like a good time. However, uh, two other games are available for the PlayStation 4 and, of course, now the PlayStation 5 uh, because the backwards compatibility is here. Mm-hmm. One of them is Middle Earth Shadow of War, which is the sequel to uh, the the Mordor title that came out a few years before that. Uh, it I I do own it. I need to go back and finish it because they did patch the end of the game. Uh, there mm. is an episode of this podcast where you can listen to me complain about how I was not able to actually finish the game because yeah, the, you had to pay, right? Yeah, the ending of the game is essentially a long grind fest, mm-hmm. and if you don't want to grind, you had to pay uh, yep. to to level up your characters and things like that. So you didn't have to sit there and grind it out forever just to get to the ending of the game. I mm-hmm. famously remember watching the ending of the game on YouTube instead of actually <laughs> playing through it myself. Uh, but yep. they have since fixed that and you no longer have to go through that in order to get to the end of the game. So at some point I may go back to it. Outside of that, it is a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the Mordor game was excellent. Shadow of War builds on that. It's really good. And if you're into that Lord of the Rings stuff, even if you're not really, it's just a really fun game. And the the Nemesis system, which has been now copied a few times uh, since, was pioneered by these games. And 
Yeah, it's one of those games where if you play it like three times, the experience isn't the same. It's different every time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good game. I would highly recommend it. The other game is Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition. <gasps> yes. Did you not know this? No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is the 2D platformer. Um, and it's also the Void Heart Edition comes with all of the DLC expansion. Oh my God, that's that's a score. That's mm-hmm. just the winner. PlayStation, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna that's say a it already. Huge al- score. I was gonna say it already. I know you've played Hollow Knight. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that sounds awesome, and I can't. I am gonna grab that because I already have Shadow of War, so I will grab. Uh, Hollow Knight and add that to my life. I have it on the PC. I'm going to take it, get it. Also, I'm going to play it on the PS4 too. Nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, yeah, if you have the, uh, and of course, if you have the PlayStation 5 or if you will be getting the PlayStation 5, you also get the PlayStation Plus collection uh, to which I think they've actually added more games. I think they've added hmm. to the, yeah, they have added more games. Um, so now the list that you get, uh, if you own a PS5, day one with your PlayStation Plus account, you will also get for free to play Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombies Chronicle Edition, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Fallout 4 Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So that's mm-hmm. just a ton of great games all right there. It's like, it's like a three years worth of just gameplay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so PlayStation wins. Yeah. It wasn't that difficult, but they won. No. Um, they could have just had Hollow Knight, and I would be like, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. They win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just on that alone. But you're like, look. Just on that alone. Uh, but they're like, look, Aurora's thinking bug snacks really put it <laughs> over the top. Can't beat bug snacks. Um, <laughs> I still can't believe that's the first game, but yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, okay. So let's talk about what we've been playing. Who wants to go first, Aurora? Have you been playing? I've actually been playing more than usual lately. Oh, um, okay. So do you want do you want to begin with me, or do you want to do you want to start first? Um, I mean, how how are you want to do it? I, I played Little Hope. Okay, I I don't even know what that I don't even know what that one is. I know you wanted to talk about the game you and your husband have been playing. Or oh playing. yeah, true. <laughs> oh, I know you had a lot of things to say there. Uh, I let me start. Let me start with I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the games that was sitting uh, in my half completed but not all the way done series of games. Now there is only two games in that uh, that live in that category: uh, The Witcher Three and. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition, although I will momentarily start telling you about a third game that I've added to that pile because I can't help myself. Uh, I finished Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, good, now I can put another game in its place. Hmm. Um, But Final Fantasy VII Remake was, especially the end, was a lot of fun. Uh, And that game is gorgeous. It's We've talked about it before when I did my 
earlier review, but I would just like to reiterate that I'm giving this game four and a half. I can't wait for the extra installments because there will be many of them. Uh, as has been discussed many times, uh, the this game barely scratched the beginning of the original game. Uh, and I think I put in almost 40 hours of gameplay into the story and I did not do... Uh, <laughs> I would say I maybe only did half the side quests. Um, and I still got about 40 hours of gameplay in. So I can only imagine more if I had done more of the side quests. But a lot of fun. I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed it. So it's kind of like a late closer review, but my opinion did not change. It only got uh, better. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it. It got tough in places, but uh, I mean, we're not, we're, we're not going to talk extensively, Aurora, about how <laughs> I went into the settings and changed it to easy so I could get through the game faster. <laughs> but I may or may not have done that. But uh, visually speaking, the game was gorgeous. The story played out well, uh, and it was a lot of fun to play. But uh, just laying all my cards out on the table here, I had a lot of games in backlog, and I needed to start getting to them. So uh, I do want to challenge... But uh, the challenge I put in front of myself was way too many games that were incomplete and not enough time to complete all of them. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I lowered the actual challenge level on the games down so that <laughs> I could get through them a little bit quicker. Uh, I'm considering doing the same thing with Witcher 3, actually, uh, mm -hmm. as well, considering how much more game I still have to play uh, yep. in that one. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, what what's something that you've been tell me about the game you've been playing with your husband first because this is what I really want to hear mm -hmm. about well before I, I say that I just want to mention that I did get the platinum trophy in control yes yeah I saw that <laughs> congratulations it was really hard but we, yes. I, I did it um, so I've been playing with my husband uh, Phasmophobia <laughs> yes okay with, <laughs> I recently Some watched the girlfriend reviews uh, review of this game. Mm -hmm. This game looks ridiculous. <laughs> so basically, if you have not heard about this game, this game is uh, it could it's a multiplayer, but you can play alone. Mm -hmm. um, and you basically uh, play as ghost hunters, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you go into different locations, and the job is to identify what type of ghost is haunting that location and mm -hmm. there's like different missions that you have to complete as well on top of like figuring out who the uh, ghost is um it is so much fun <laughs> it's so much fun especially yeah. when you play with people that <laughs> with friends and in my case with my husband yeah because i am the type of gamer that i like to be you know if you give me in a game two options of going to a mission like sneaky yes. or Full guns blazing. Yeah, I will go the sneaky way. Mm -hmm. Oh, me too. <laughs> Stealth. Every time. Yep. Stealth every single time. Right. Yep. Uh, well, my husband is the opposite. He's like those guns blazing. You know, shoot everybody. So you can imagine those, those two personalities going into a house trying to find a ghost. Um, I'm just trying to be respectful and you know setting up my cameras and you know yes. UV light and whatever. And he's just like because the the game is connected to your <laughs> microphone. Yes. So if you talk. The ghost can hear you. Yes. Um, so my my husband is just full on calling the ghost's name, and you know you better show up. Like you can you know grab me, and I'm just like in a corner, just terrified. Um, so naturally, every time we go into a house, he dies. My husband dies <laughs> by the ghost. <laughs> so funny. Um, I, I'm yeah. I'm picturing like 
timid Aurora <laughs> putting her mouth very close up to the microphone. Yes. Can you can you tell me your name? Yeah. What what happened to you? I'm picturing no, your husband. I'm picturing your I'm picturing your husband bursting through the door. He's like, "Show yourself to me. Exactly. Who are you?" Exactly. That's uh, exactly how it goes. That's exactly how it goes. Yes. Show me on the doll where they hurt you. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a, a, a sometimes there's a, a an objective where does you have he call to make the ghost photo. names? Does he like make well, fun of them? You ever, can, or? you can, and actually the game has an algorithm that if you curse at the ghost, it mm -hmm. becomes more violent. <laughs> so, oh my goodness, <laughs> that actually sounds like a lot of fun. It's super fun, um, and there's different locations. There are different different types of ghosts. So every time yeah. you go, it's a different experience. Oh, there's some okay. ghosts that are more violent than others, mm -hmm. and you get some like a poltergeist will... or something. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You have poltergeists. You have demons, spirits, um, yuris. Uh, wow, you get the whole gamut, huh? Onis. Yeah, like you have a lot of the different types of ghosts. Yep. Um, and as you level up in the game, you unlock new locations. So we just we haven't played that much, but we uh, unlocked a school, like a high school. Oh, okay. It's oh. huge, yep. um, terrifying, terrifying <laughs> to go in. Um, but I think that if you level up more, you unlock like an asylum as well. Um, so it's it's. I highly recommend it if you like uh, horror games. Uh, I heard the game is also kind of glitchy too. It can be glitchy, but in a funny way. Yes. It's, it's glitches, but they don't mess up with the game. The fun. They're yeah. just silly. Yes. They're silly, silly glitches. Yeah. Um, and you know, the game was created by one guy. That's crazy. Which, you know, it's impressive when you think about it that way. The game is impressive because one guy created it. I think, I think now he's hiring a whole team to make it better. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was just one guy. <laughs> So weird. Uh, I mean, it's crazy what people can do on their own with some coding knowledge and the right yeah. tools. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, and the game is kind of exploding a little bit, it's gained, especially like right around this yeah. time of the year. It gained yep. some popularity. So good for him. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what should we talk about next? Okay. So uh, lately, uh, I have been fortunate in my life to be reintroduced to the, uh, the wonderful nostalgia from my childhood that is the Nintendo 64 Aurora. I think I told you about this, mm -hmm. uh, but I got one. It's sitting under my television right now as we speak with a bunch of games and, and some controllers as well. And I have had a lot of fun diving back into this, especially with my daughter who kind of is like a one of those like retro kids a little bit. She sort of enjoys retro things. Mm -hmm. And she knew all about some of these games. When I was showing her the pictures that I received of the games that were in here, she was losing her mind because there's a lot of the classics are in there, like GoldenEye and Perfect Dark and uh, Ocarina of Time uh, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And she's like, I've always wanted to play Ocarina of Time. So we started a new game together and we both kind of play through it together. Uh, so I have been playing a lot of Nintendo 64, which is weird to say, I think, uh, in 2020 as we record this. <laughs> but one thing that really... Oh, to be fair, nothing nothing is weird in 2020. Nah, so yeah, I guess I'm okay in that regard. <laughs> one thing, though, that has really stuck out to me um, that I guess I didn't really think about when we first started doing this. Um, number one is how bad I am at some of these games. Uh, you haven't seen 
a bad gaming performance until you've seen me try to play Mario Golf or Dr. Mario. <laughs> uh, but I mean, to be fair, I don't know if you're experiencing this, but I've played like old school games before, like Nintendo games mm-hmm. and Super Nintendo games yep. as an adult. And they're very difficult. They're I don't very know hard. How, I don't know how I got <laughs> I, I, I got through them I mean, as I a know. kid. Yeah, I mean, I know. But I know why they're so hard back, now. Playing back, they're so hard. Yeah, I know why they're hard now. Uh, And that's because, uh, well, why they're so much harder now. It's because they were never easy when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, we're we're spoiled now. But yeah, we are so spoiled (laughs) by games. Uh, Everything. By by save feature alone. (laughs) Yeah, by the save feature alone. But everything is like, here's where you go next. Here's how close you are to the thing that you're going to go to next. Once you get there, here's how you do the thing you need to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we're playing Ocarina of Time, it doesn't tell you anything about where you need to go next. Mm-hmm. It might drop maybe a small hint or something, but it doesn't tell you. There are rooms where you have to figure out that there's a puzzle in the room. It right. doesn't say there's a puzzle in this room. There's nobody there to give you any sort of like dialogue or whatever to be like, there must be some way to fix this. Uh, there's not. You just have to recognize that there's no way out of a room and that it must be a puzzle and then you must figure out how to, to like, trigger the mechanism or whatever, but there's no hints to any of this stuff. You're just supposed to figure it out. And that's why, like, I'm so accustomed to, um, like open world games, especially now because they're so big, you need Mm -hmm. to guide somebody because they're so large. You can't just guess your way to find where the place is. Like it'd be impossible. It'd be like, um, you know, you can't use GPS or a map and I need you to find my house from where you live, Aurora. Just hop in your car <laughs> right. and like, I can give you, I can give you the city and the street. Uh, I can even give you my address, but <laughs> unless you have like a map or GPS, like finding those things, even in a, even in a smaller city is going to be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you need and not those even, guideposts. Not even like the, the, the map function is, is helpful, but also like the, the f- how fluid games are now because mm-hmm. I I'm, I was remembering that I, I played the first Tomb Raider like a few years ago again. Yeah. And it's so clunky just mm-hmm. to shoot dogs. Oh my God. You remember yep. that there are dogs in that game that oh, attack yeah. you? Oh yeah. Uh, you have to like, she's, she has both her guns in front of her and you have it like, it's just like square movements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Trying to shoot something, it's so hard. Uh, the same, the um, same thing for me in the first Resident Evil game. Like it's yes. really hard to to like. How did we the camera ever, angle? Yeah, how did we ever beat any of those games? <laughs> like I beat Ocarina of Time, and I don't even know how I did it. I beat mm-hmm. you know so many of those old games, like yep. GoldenEye. Uh, like it's so impossible to shoot things in like perfect dark. <laughs> right. uh, like the camera movement and the way you move everything. Like it's so impossible to hit anything. I have mm-hmm. no idea how um, you, you just made do. Cause that's what at the time that was like futuristic gaming. That it was we were playing. Um, it was, but I'll tell you what, not only have I been having so much fun, even though I'm terrible at Mario golf and Dr. Mario, uh, I'm, I had an absolute amazing time playing them. And I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like uh, like this is going to help like my current day gaming improve because I'm sort of mm. relying less on the things that I rely heavily on uh, in, in current gen gaming. I have to re- I have to rely less on those things because they don't mm-hmm. exist. 
and I feel like it maybe sharpens my skills now. It's it's maybe it's sort of like um, like in baseball when uh, the guy on deck has to he puts a lot of weights onto his bat and practices yeah, swing yeah. to make his bat heavier. And then when he goes up there, he removes the bat, or move, removes the weights, and the bat now all of a sudden feels so much lighter in his hands. Uh, mm-hmm. I sort of feel like maybe that's what sort of this is sort of like weight training, Aurora, but for video games. Also, that means that you're gonna be ready to play Bloodborne then. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves, but uh, I do have it collecting dust in my library as we speak. It's uh, so good, Anthony. That someday I may, someday I may, in fact. Uh, take it off the shelf uh, mm-hmm. and try it. But yeah, I, oh, also, I forgot how awkward the N64 controller was. It's right? a weird yeah. controller. I mean, I love yeah. it because it was kind of like my controller, but yeah. Uh, and there's so many weird things uh, that come with it, like having to literally get up and go over there and switch off the game to turn it off and pull the cartridge out. Just those feelings, the feeling of having to wrap the cord around the controller. I miss some of that stuff. I mean, look, I love that I just have to press a button on my controller to turn off everything. I love that the controllers are Bluetooth and I rarely ever have to plug them in. And when I do, it's just for charging. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is is something to be said about... uh, about like the just the old school way of doing things. So I'm super yeah. happy uh, I've got this N64. I'm definitely going to keep playing it, but I don't have a lot of reports, uh, you know, uh, big surprise, but Ocarina of Time, still a very good game. Holds up. Holds up, still very mm-hmm. good. Um, okay, so what else have you been playing? I, I do have another game to talk about, but uh, I what else played this weekend, I played and finished uh, Little Hope, which is the new game that came from uh, the Dark Pictures mm-hmm. anthology, uh, the Matrix yes, of Until okay. Dawn and Man of Medan. Yes. Um, and I really liked it. I, yes. Until Dawn is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think not, I don't think anything is gonna top Until Dawn because it's, it's just so, so amazing. Yeah. Um, but I like this one more than Man of Medan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this one is about uh this uh witch trials in salem Ooh. and okay. so there's a lot of like witchy stuff mm-hmm. um very and, seasonal yeah and i there were a lot of jump scares um hmm. there were a lot of moments where i actually jumped wow so yeah and i really want to play it again like any of the dark pictures uh games you can play it over and over again and have different outcomes yes um so I I really want to, I'm going to give it a, uh, some time because I don't like to do it right away, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I'm going to play it again for sure to see, you know, mm-hmm. what happens if I make different uh, decisions. Yes. But I recommend that if you like Until Dawn. Um, Which I it's did. It's really good. And I like Man of Medan as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds excellent. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, is that the last thing you played or do you have another thing? I just started Neo, uh, but I... I I don't have anything to say about it yet. You're in the very early goings. Uh, <laughs> very early goings. It's very. Uh, it reminds me uh, a lot of Dark Souls a little bit. I'm still uh, in The Witcher Three. I'm still meandering around Novigrad. I think I told you about that. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I don't know where exactly that places me in the story. 
because uh, you spend a lot of time in Novigrad. A lot of time, yep. Um, I remember telling you that I got myself into the middle of a mission uh, that was a little bit above my uh, character progression. And mm-hmm. I did, I did manage to defeat them. Okay. All I had to do, Aurora, was stay far away and just shoot them with a million crossbow arrows. That's my strategy in everything in Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) I just stayed very far away, and then I would hit them with a few crossbows. I would come in. I would use the fire spell. One of them would get caught on fire, and then I would attack him with my sword, and then I would roll backwards and then just keep firing crossbows. This took me about a half an hour, but I eventually killed all of them uh, and was able to progress through the story. So... um, there is that. And I think I'm just about done with Novigrad and about to, I am actually, uh, I am currently at a, at the point where I need to do some side quests to build up some coin, uh, okay. so that I can purchase my passage to uh, Skellige. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but I don't know exactly where, whereabouts does that put me in the story? Uh, it depends because you, you mentioned that you haven't done, uh, all the side missions, right? So correct. Um, close to half. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But I it mean, depends on how yeah. many side missions you've done. Yeah. yeah. That that will assist as well. I've done a few, um, mm-hmm. but probably not as many as I should. Because uh, that's always my thing. Side quests are always like, yeah, I'll do those later. I'm interested in the main story. And then you hit like a blockade. This is a v- very much like an Assassin's Creed Odyssey blockade where they're like you can't advance past this point you must do side quests and I'm like oh fine I guess I will um, but some of the side quests are a lot of fun so mm-hmm. especially in this game um, some of them are weird and kind of goofy uh, but some of them are just straight up fun uh, and I've uh, I'm really enjoying Witcher 3 um, mm-hmm. it's an amazing game so on top of that, I noted that I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake and I unslotted that from my PlayStation. But instead of being smart and saying, you know, okay, now I will play uh, the other games that I haven't completed yet. No, I decided to take a game I haven't played before and then slotted that in where Final Fantasy VII was. And then I started playing that. That game is Ghost of Tsushima. <gasps> yes. Oh boy. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I forgot all about I've forgotten all about Witcher Three. I've neglected it for like three days now, uh, mm-hmm. and I've just been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima. Isn't that game gorgeous? It's gorgeous. Oh, yep, so beautiful. Uh, and I love the combat. Um, mm-hmm. I love all of that. Uh, I am doing every single side quest so far. Um, oh yeah, it, do every like, explore everything on that map because there's so many like uh, mm-hmm. costumes, like uh, yes, outfits that you can unlock. Oh yes, yeah. and there's so many. Uh, and what well, what helps? I mean, I'm still early going in the game. I'm only like five or six hours in. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, all of the side quests are like in the middle of where I'm at and where my main quest is. So it's mm-hmm. really easy to do the side quest because it's like, well, it's on my way. So yeah. I'm just going to do it on my way. And they're all really good little side quests. And I'm really enjoying that game. It's probably too early for me to give it a score, but uh, I'm really enjoying this game a ton. Yeah. I agree with you. The side quests in Ghost of Tsushima are amazing. It's, it doesn't feel like a chore to do no. them. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. And so far, nothing even really feels like much of a side quest. They all kind of feel like they're sort of interconnected to the main story, even though they are right. not. Right. Uh, but yeah, excellent game. Um, yeah, I'm excited I'm, for you. Oh, yeah. it's such a good game. <laughs> Look at me, like going through Ghost of Tsushima and Witcher 3 for the first time. <laughs> you got that feeling of like, man, I wish I could play those again for the first time. But Oh, I started the Witcher 3, Anthony. Did, did. you? You went back? I inspired yes. you? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I, 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 I'm taking like anytime I take breaks from Neo, I go to the Witcher. That's um, awesome. Are yeah. you just going through it and trying to get the platinum in that as well? I don't, uh, that's too ambitious. <laughs> you think so? Is, is <laughs> yes. there like a lot there? Yeah, yeah. I did not know, but yeah. yeah. So you're just doing it just for fun. Just for fun, just for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have not decided what uh, game I'm gonna play next that for the Platinum. Yeah. I am so still deciding. You're not gonna take my suggestion of Sekiro then? <laughs> I thought about it. That would I be ambitious too. It. I think that's why I decided to play Neo because uh, a lot of people told me when I was playing Sekiro that uh, I would like Neo. So mm. I'm I'm playing that now, and I'm hoping that that's going to inspire me to play Sekiro again. Yeah. So let's see. Um, well, it'll be really interesting next month, Aurora, because then we should be getting. Uh, by then, we should uh, be receiving a lot of reviews about the new next generation consoles and. Yep. There is talk, uh, I don't think it's been made official yet, but it sounds like it's about to be official that there's going to be a Nintendo Switch Pro mm-hmm. that is going to, I don't know if it's going to feature more space or whatever, but the talk is it's going to be able to do like 4K gaming and stuff like that. So they are going to enhance the Switch, um, which is interesting because I think they're sort of doing that in lieu of a new next-gen console. Uh, mm-hmm. for the time being, because Switch still feels like it's kind of in the middle of its run. So, or is it? I don't know. It feel, is it old at this point? It feels like it's not that old. I'm not sure. Is it as old I as the know. PS4? I don't think I don't think it is, but maybe it is. I don't, I mean, I feel like I... Yeah, I live, so on, the, I live on the edge of, like, the, the Nintendo universe, so I'm not really... <laughs> I'm not entirely aware of all of its comings and goings. Um, but yeah, next month should be interesting because there's going to be yeah, a lot of reviews. Yeah. But by then, I should also be much further into Su- uh, to Tsushima and hopefully a little bit further into Witcher, uh, presuming that I remember the that Witcher. I have it and yeah. should play it. Because uh, yeah, right now I'm totally <laughs> lost in, in Tsushima. I think so. I think Tsushima is gonna is gonna take your you know take you away from the Witcher. Yeah, I mean I'm thinking yeah. about playing it right now, and I probably should be doing something else. <laughs> so. Like closing this podcast, maybe, uh, for example. Uh, I'll just get up and leave. You can take care of it, Aurora. I'm going to go play Ghost of Tsushima. Um, okay, so that's the podcast for this month, everyone. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com, where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Level Your Gear, hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more video game news and reviews on another episode of Level Your Gear for December, the last month of the year 2020.